Welcome to For the Record Podcast, episode number 99. We are one away from 100. Uh, the episode has been recorded. It is going up uh, on Friday. I'm super excited. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, it is an episode with someone who I don't know personally other than having interviewed them, but their music and their artwork and everything they've done has been an inspiration to me throughout um, my journey through music and through entertainment. So I am, and it was, it was a decent length episode, which was great. Um, I'm very excited for everyone to hear it when it goes live and I'll be, I'll get sappy and, and whatnot throughout the day. I guarantee it with posting on the side and, um, in the intro. So expect a long intro. I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna like shorten it to appease people I'm it's or it's I've done a hundred of these things at this point I want it to be I want that one to be longer and a little bit more reflective um Anyway, this is this episode was sponsored uh, by our lovely sponsors at Audible.com. Audible is your go-to source for all your online and audiobook needs. Over 180,000 titles from nearly every genre you can think of to choose from. To sign up for a free 30-day trial and receive a free audiobook, visit audibletrial.com/shamelesspromo. Once again, audibletrial.com/shamelesspromo. This episode was with a really, really talented rock band called Radio Black. Um, I spoke with the vocalist and guitarist TJ Courtney and the drummer Derek Gledhill, um, who was the founding member of a of another band called Smile Empty Soul. The band came together. They've got like a they've got like a an alternative take with like kind of like an almost like a '90s twist. So it's it's very reminiscent of like. Incubus and Foo Fighters and Nirvana. They even ended up recording their for their self-titled album. They recorded it at Studio 606, which is Dave Grohl's recording studio um, out in Southern California. Um, the band were great to talk to. We talked about the making of their record. Uh, we talked about how they kind of came together a little bit and had a uh, conversation. We even tagged on uh, Sunny Days, which is a track from the upcoming record. Um, or is it upcoming? Uh, let me... Nah, I can't remember if it's upcoming or not. Oh, I'm totally wrong. It came out on May 12th, uh, so it is available, um, and you can go and pick it up. But we tagged on uh, the song Sunny Days at the end of the episode for you to check it out. Um, so without further ado, here's episode number 99 of For the Record with TJ Courtney and Derek Gledhill of Radio Black. Enjoy.
doing? I'm good. How are you? It's good to talk to you. Good, good. Yeah, good to talk to you too. Hey, I've got um, my drummer Derek on the other line, so I'm just going to uh, merge them in real quick. Perfect. Sounds good. Hey, what's up, man? Yep. Awesome. Uh, I for I forget. Um, are you guys located on the East Coast or the West Coast? I I my brain has been all over the place, so I I, I couldn't remember for some reason. <laughs> We're on the West Coast. We're on LA, but I'm from uh, like Boston area originally, so that's probably why you're confused. Gotcha. Yeah, we're out in LA now. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. For sure. Um, well, it's great to talk with you. Where, where are you at? I'm on the West Coast as well. I'm in um, I'm in Oakland. So I always usually say just I say I'm out towards San Francisco and in like the San Francisco Bay okay. Area. But um, I live out in Oakland. So I'm about like 20 minutes away from SF. So I'm pretty cl- <laughs> kind of in the middle of everything, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I just, I couldn't remember for some reason. Um, so good. We're on the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, well, it's great to talk to you guys. I am, um, I got excited when you guys were first pitched to me, uh, to do this because, um, it's just, it's kind of rare to find, and I don't mean this is a, like a bad thing, uh, in the genre, I mean, in the music world today, but it's just kind of rare to find just a straight modern rock band. And it's always really exciting to me when I can see that and, um, see that there's a band that uses distortion and heavier drums and things like that. And it's just kind of, um, not heavy metal, not necessarily grunge, but just kind of, just kind of rock. Um, so there you go. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That's kind of like our mission is we just like regular straight ahead rock with like good songs, you know? Yeah. And it's really rare now. It's like you have to fall into a niche and be metal or be this way or that way. And we just kind of like, that's not what we like. So we're like, let's just play the kind of rock that we like, you know? (laughs) Exactly. I I mean, looking at, I, I, it's very obvious to me. I mean, you recorded it at Studio Six Hundred Six. For anyone who's hearing this, doesn't know that's the Foo Fighters' private recording facility. Um, you uh, before the, uh, I guess before the the lineup was solidified, you'd recorded with studio players like uh, fucking Taylor Hawkins, uh, Rudy Sarzo from Ozzy, Chris Cheney from Jane's Addiction. Uh, like it just, it felt, it feels like a rock band just even reading that on my notes and then you listen to it and it just, it all, it all makes sense. And it's totally just, it's exactly what you, how you would imagine it to be. And I I just thought that was really cool. Very cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. How did you, I guess looking, looking back prior to the lineup, uh, coming together, the lineup that we have now. What was, I guess, what was Radio Black in the beginning for you? Was it just a solo project? Was it a band? Was it, um, I guess, what was your concept of it and what you were trying to have it um, become in that sense? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was, I had a solo project for a while, um, but I had always played in rock bands and toured in rock bands before that. Um, 
and I wanted to make the transition because I was a, a drummer before uh, I started writing my own stuff, and I was transitioning to be like singer guitarist. And you know, it sort of it started as a solo project just because I was just writing songs on my own. But I knew it like the more I wrote, I was like, yeah, this is going to be really in line with you know the kind of rock that I've always played and always liked. Um, so it, it kind of I, I look at the, the six oh six sessions was sort of the inception of the band because um i i knew like i wanted you know great rock players in the band and and on the the tracks and obviously that was kind of like the ultimate rock super group yeah (laughs) at that point um and that just solidified for me this like you know the sound and the direction and i was like okay this is you know headed exactly the way I wanted to and, and I want to find you know true band members that are going to be in it for the long haul because those guys were awesome and they helped out but obviously they're all in their full time bands and everything Yeah. Um, so and yeah what was cool is um, the assistant engineer over there uh, this girl Vanessa's uh, a mutual friend of Derek's so she actually gave me Derek's name and she was like hey this you know I know this guy's a drummer, and I, I think he'd be a great, like, full-time fit for you. So uh, I reached out to Derek, and, and he responded to the music, and we kind of hit it off quickly. So uh, from there, you know, we just started to build. He and I really started, you know, the concept of Radio Black and, you know, the band, what we wanted it to be uh, together, and then finished the album out together and, and found Hayato and kind of formed the band that way. So it kind of evolved from me just writing songs, like solo project, quote unquote, but I always knew I wanted it to become a band like it is now. So Perfect. Um, uh, so, Derek, when you came into the picture, I mean, uh, how involved were you in uh, like in the songwriting process at that point? Was it kind of just, did you come in and TJ had said, hey, here's some ideas, or did he have, I guess, full developed tracks and I guess what was your impression on that um in terms of what you were were in terms of the room that you had and to I, I I guess perform and bring your I guess your taste to the band and bring it to what the lineup is today if that question made any sense at all I feel like that sounded really jumbled <laughs> <laughs> no totally yeah I mean I got when I I got the original email the uh, cat was actually run away um from the record and that was the one that like really grabbed my attention really quick um and I just like I'm a big fan of songwriting I've always you know I play drums and I play drums to a song I just don't like to show off um and when I heard that one I was like okay I gotta at least go down and see what this guy's all about and uh went down there and you know we clicked just not on a not just on a friendship level but also on you know a musical level just kind of similar ideas on what good songwriting should be so um, I mean, probably say a little over half the record was pretty much done as far as that's finalized. Um, and that's from earlier, that's the Taylor playing. And we, you know, obviously didn't want to take him off air because he's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that way, and then I kind of just like to put my ideas, basically I kind of hear what TJ's writing. I'm a big fan of lyrics. Um, and that's what really like <clears throat> drew me into what he's writing. The lyrics are super solid. They're really a lyric focused band. Um, and then I just kind of put, I guess, structurally, maybe how to how to how to make the roller coaster a little more fun, I guess, because you know, 
the best songs kind of take you on a journey and I try to throw in all the ideas I can uh, to just kind of make it progress properly and just, you know, we just throw out ideas. We have kind of a thing in the band where it's like, there's no bad ideas. Uh, well, that's not true. <laughs> we got a couple of bad ideas. But you just, we're not afraid to try anything because we've all had ideas where we're like, eh, I don't know about that one. Like, well, remember we said, let's just try everything. And sometimes we have to come almost full circle trying everything to make come back to the original. But it's, it's exciting to be able to explore different avenues of where a song could be. I uh, like can't stop kind of totally change from, you know, the original and kind of where we wanted it to go. And almost went full circle on that too. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my take on like what I add in and, you know, hopefully down the line, obviously, getting Hayate and myself even a lot more involved. Definitely. I, I mean, and, and being having that mentality of going in and saying, well, we can just kind of try whatever, that makes it interesting. And, it's, and while you guys kind of have this vision of, oh, we want to be a rock band, it makes every day going into work, essentially, it makes it exciting and it doesn't make it monotonous for you guys, in, I guess, in that sense. And it, it, it keeps you... I guess it's it's like it keeps the muscles of songwriting, whatever part of the brain that's in, it it just keeps that well flexed and um, always interested in trying something new. Yeah, absolutely. And what's great too is you know even though a lot of the recordings were finalized, they were, we didn't have finished mixes and um, you know so, you know so even the half that were kind of done and written. Um, Derek brought a lot to the table of like, you know, this mix just at this moment, I feel like it needs something a little more. Like, what can we, what ideas can we throw out there to just give it a little more of a lift? And, um, you know, we just really dove into it and, and we didn't want to stop until we felt like every single song had, we we're like, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't do anything else. I'm completely happy. So we definitely uh, grinded it out together to get there, but <laughs> we're super happy now and I think in that process and you know we started to involve Hayato with that uh, towards the end as well we kind of it sort of built our trust together as a band um, and uh, I'm actually really excited now after kind of you know building that creative trust to, to move forward to uh, a second record eventually and and do it you know even more together uh, from the start so yeah it's, it's exciting to to be uh, standing behind this record, but also, you know, looking towards the future and, and how good that's going to be as well. Yeah. Uh, so when you're in one of those situations where you're looking to add something, when you were looking to add something to the mix and you're thinking, what more can we do with this? Is there anything more we can add? I, I guess, did that process involve, was it just a matter of, EQing and mix and just kind of remixing and leveling things, or did it involve going back and adding more guitar parts, adding more plugins, different things like that? Like, I guess, what was it that um, you guys kind of turned to when you're in that moment of uh, what do we do with this? How do we how do we improve upon it? How do we add to it? Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> um, I, I have. A, I'm lucky enough to have a, a recording setup here. I do. Some audio production work as well so um yeah it was, it was nice to have that good foundation of you know all the basics were recorded in really good studios and um sort of like uh pre-mixes done by a few different people and, and producers and then 
you know, to have all that stuff in hand and be able to kind of toy with it in the final stages here and say, okay, um, today I'm going to add uh, 30 new chants to the, the Sunny Days uh, vocal and the chorus because I don't think it's big enough yet. I could just take a day and do that. Um, or, yeah, at times we added some new guitar parts or, um, you know, EQ the drums a little differently or, you know, whatever it was to kind of get it all cohesive and feeling like, uh, uh, you know, the same record and also just, just hitting in all the right places sonically that, that we like to hear. Definitely. Um, so, uh, there was something that Derek had said a little bit earlier that I wanted to, I guess, reference back to um, about the songwriting of um, about your songwriting. Um, what was it about TJ's lyrics that drew you in? I mean, you guys said that you're a, a lyric driven band. Well, I, I'm always very curious to know about, uh, I, I guess, the themes and the ideas behind songs when it comes to lyrics. So I guess what was it that what was it that really grabbed your attention about his words and what he was saying in the in the tracks that you received? Um, it's almost like the song was like written for me. You know, a lot of ways like Runaway, you know, even though maybe he didn't, he didn't know my particular situation at the time, um, just kind of, I think we've all been at a point in our life where you have to find who you really are. That's like, the whole mission in life, you know. People go through lives not even knowing who the fuck they are. Yeah. So, you know, for me, you know, I I actually left music for a while, a lot of ups and downs. Um, and when I heard that song, it was like, it grabbed me. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I'm supposed to be here right now. You know, so I just took that on as like my song. And it's weird because like, it's almost like, like dating or something. If you meet a girl... Like, what attracts you to the girl is, like, the look. And that's almost like the melody, you know, of the song. But what really makes you fall in love with it, for me, is getting to know the girl, and that would be the lyrics of the song. And that's when you really, like, own the music. The music actually speaks to you, and it's an extension of yourself. Um, and so when I heard that, and then that's what I wanted to hear more and more. And just the way... The way that he puts the words, you hear a lot of stock rock out there, and it's like, the lyrics are just so like, okay, he said, I'm right. And probably two lines later, he's going to say, let's start a fight. Or, you know, it's a very almost generic lyric, you know, just stock rock. And what I love is, like, the way he says things. A lot of times I have to ask him, like, because he'll say a word that maybe crosses over you know, it's like an eight-syllable word or something that crosses over from a bridge to a chorus. I'm like, how do you... I can't even say that properly, like, in the song. Like, how do you do that? And so it's cool to have, like, a creative take on the lyrics, but the lyrics are actually saying something that people can relate to. Um, and that's why, for us, like, it's important to have lyric sheets for every uh, for every song. We're making lyric videos for every, every single song. The record's going to have an official lyric video because for us, like, and me playing drums, it's, if I'm not singing along to it, I don't really feel like I'm connected to the music, and then I don't feel like I'm connected to the fans. Yeah. I'm playing the drums, but I want to be able to sing along with everybody in the room and have us all feel that moment. So that's definitely like a big, big, uh, you know, one of the main things that drew me to to TJ from the beginning. Definitely. Um, you said a little bit earlier that you you left music for a little while, and then I mean, obviously, it brought you back to it. 
Um, I guess what what were you doing during that time when you weren't playing? And then I guess what was it? Was it the song that TJ sent you? Was it something else? I guess what was it that drew you back into giving you that feeling of I have to be here. I I this I need to do this. Uh, it was just you know from a lot of up and downs in the industry. You know I was on tour for four years uh, prior to, and then I I left that band. Um, and then I, I built, you know, multiple bands after that just to kind of watch them fall apart. And uh, eventually I kind of got a little jaded, I'd say, and just kind of like, you know, it's pretty tough putting something together for two, three years just to have the, you know, the singer or the guitarist want to just quit because it's bored, you know? Yeah. So I just started just looking around for other avenues to be creative and to, you know, I did, I did you know, physical fitness training, I did some public speaking, I you know, bartending, ran a restaurant. I mean, I did so many things that I was always searching for something to replace music. Um, but it just never, I could never make it stick because it just wasn't my ultimate passion what I truly loved. And then I was pretty much done. Like another band I started kind of ended and then, uh, you know, I know I would have came back eventually, but within like two weeks of that, that's when I got uh, the call from my friend and we're just saying, hey, you know, I know you've had some, up and down, but just take a listen and give this guy a call. I know, I know you. I know him. I think you guys could really hit it off. And I know TJ can tell you he's had plenty of his own own up up and down. So it's kind of like when we got together, kind of like, man, I feel your pain. Like I get it. Yeah, it fucking sucks. You know. So it's kind of like we were able to kind of like you know have find that common ground real quickly, and then. And then just came came alive again, you know. And that's again, that song is like find who you really are, you know. Run away, like you have to almost like leave at some point to find who you really are, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's happy to you know to have that opportunity to come to me. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I guess uh, my next question with this is. As far as the songwriting process goes, whether this was something you guys worked on after getting together or whether this was a song that uh, TJ had written before the lineup was solidified, was there anything songwriting-wise that was super challenging, whether it was lyrics, whether it was uh, writing a part where maybe you got writer's block or there was some obstacle in the way? And um, if so, how did you overcome that moment? And I guess how did you push through it or, or work around it? Sure. Um, I would say, I mean, I'm, I kind of feel lucky enough to not really say I've ever had any severe writer's block, I wouldn't say. Um, I, I think more of the challenge is getting the arrangement right and having that, you know, that thing that I just started on acoustic guitar and, and with some words really translate to that that big full rock sound and um the, I, I think the biggest challenge with that was a song called uh moments weakness uh, on the record where that that was actually an older i had like an old demo hanging around of that and um you know i was just playing a bunch of stuff for derek and he was like hang on this one's really there's something cool about it it's like the the arrangement's all wrong but <laughs> but there's something cool there and i was like yeah i've always thought that but i didn't know how to, like where to take it um so we kind of he and i started experimenting with it and i mean we must have like 
we changed that a lot of times. I don't know how many times we changed that arrangement up. But we would kind of take, you know, we went like more of like a metal direction with it at first, and then we like stripped it back too much to being kind of acoustic guitar driven. And each time we sort of explored a new arrangement, we found something cool, uh, whether it was like a guitar lick or, or like, oh, we need to change up the chords a little bit to get from, from here to there. Um, I, I'd say that was the biggest challenge. And really it was just plowing through and trying a bunch of stuff that got that one sort of unstuck. Because um, it, it was really, really stuck for a while. And then finally, I think, like, we were... I think we had a moment of clarity, like actually in the band room, uh, just jamming on it. And we just kind of started playing it like a little faster with a different kind of energy. And all of a sudden it sort of fell in all the kind of thoughts we had about it and different things we were trying, like fell into place and it fell somewhere in the middle. Um, and then we were able to build it up from there into something really cool. Um, so yeah, I think that was the biggest challenge on this record. Uh, the writer's block thing, I, I just, you know, I, I hope to God that that doesn't come up for me. But uh, <laughs> to date, I, I've been lucky enough that once I'm kind of jazzed about something, um, I, I, I can finish it pretty quickly. And then, I mean, not finish, finish, but, you know, I, I can get enough of it down. And then yeah, um, Derek is a great guy to bounce stuff off to say, hey, I just, you know, wrote this. Where do you see this going? Or what, do you, what potential do you hear in it? And then he kind of reignites the second flame to take it from, you know, the starting point to uh, where the song ends up. So, perfect. Uh, no, that that was perfectly said. Um, does it? Cool. I guess as songwriting partners, does it help that? Because I remember you saying TJ that you had kind of started off doing drums. Does it kind of help that you both have the background of being a drummer when you're songwriting, or is that? I mean, is is that a? I guess a benefit to being able to work with that. Well, I I think it, it is. Um, I, I kind of feel bad for Derek sometimes because it's so integrated in my process that sometimes he'll come over and I'll be like, sorry, I had to play drums, like, put the drums on this demo because I just couldn't keep writing without drums there. Um, but then we always, you know, kind of, we let that creative process be what it is. And then uh, the cool thing is that we both, like, you know, I started as a drummer and Derek's also... Uh, very good singer and, and has really good instincts melodically. So I think like each of us kind of have tools of the other member. Uh, so it's actually really cool because we kind of let all that go, you know, in the creative process and, um, and just kind of do in the moment what we need to. Uh, I think that's the key to creativity. Like you can't let your ego inhibit it and, and kind of get in the way. So, you know, if he's got a, a great melody, then, you know, I'll be like, shit, that's, that's awesome. We're going to throw that in. And if I came up with a cool beat, he's not opposed to being like, yeah, let's just stick with that. So um, I, I think it's a really cool working process in that way. It's really interesting that we can kind of contribute to each other's roles in the band. And, and I, I think it, it improves both sides. It improves my songwriting melodically. And it, I think, you know, hopefully the drum parts are improved by <laughs> me having my two shots here and there. Um, and then, you know, it's cool getting Hayato more involved now because he's like a really well-trained uh, guy in classical and, and in jazz and stuff. So he's got that really good, like, music theory perspective to make sure everything's kind of in line. Yeah. 
and working the way that it should. So, yeah, it's it's really cool actually how it's unfolded organically our, our whole process. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I think to add on to it, to add on to it, it's like if you go into a room or go into you know recording session and you have the same end goal, which is to create the best song, then your ego gets taken out of it. But when you see with like a lot of things like younger people listening that are in band, you kind of see like they want to like show off everything they can do and as much of their personality in a song as possible to where it's sacrificing the overall song. And so I think that's what we've passed in the beginning is, look, this is a great song. If TJ comes up with an amazing drum part, I'm not going to change that because I can do something that I think better or different. If that part is right for the song, then it stays in the song. I don't care if I have to write the drum part. Like, yeah, exactly. if, you take ego, if you take the egos out of it, that's when you actually start to have fun because you're like, wow, we're playing the best song this band can make. Period. Rather than being three people on stage that are playing the best part they can play. That's not a band. Like, that's just, that's, and that's not fun either. So I think as long as you always keep, you know, what's important, which is the song, at the very front, then, you know, it's going to be a really fun journey. Beautifully said. Um, these are uh, the last two questions that I ask, and I, I just give this preface because it's the way that I close out any interview, any podcast, whatever it is that I do when speaking to musicians um, about their craft. And uh, the first question is, what kind of message, if you guys have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Um, I would say, you know, we've talked a bit about this because you know, the starting point for these songs are kind of like really me dealing with my own demons and, you know, whatever kind of pain I've, I've been through and I'm trying to deal with. And, um, I, I, you know, really, we just want the fans not to be afraid to, to admit that in themselves and explore that side of themselves. And uh, music was always the thing that connected me back to like, okay, other, you know, other people feel this way and they get through it. Or, you know, sometimes you need that song that's just going to get your adrenaline going to kind of pull you out of a rut that you're in or whatever. Um, but I, I think, you know, what we always talk about is these songs have, you know, they're not afraid to explore those, those kind of dark corners of your mind, but there's a glimmer of hope in all of them. Um, and it really speaks to, to me when I was a bit younger, uh, fighting depression and, and getting through that. Um, and that still sticks with me in my writing process. And I hope that, you know, other people out there that, that have to go through those things can find something relatable and, and find hope in those dark places uh, within this album. So, Perfect. Um, and lastly, uh, I, this would probably elicit an answer from both of you guys because it'll, be, it'll probably be very, like, two different things. Um, or it could be very similar. Um, what does music mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it goes, you know, kind of along with what I was just saying. Uh, it's, for me, I've always been an escape, and and but not an escape in, in sort of a sense of like, let's party and, and ignore life. It's more like uh, kind of traveling into a creative headspace and, 
um, just exploring, you know, those parts of yourself and who you are, what you want to be, where you want to go in life. And I, I've always, music has always been very connected uh, to that journey for me. Uh, and it's, it's helped me get through tough times. You know, it's also the right thing to put on when you're in a good mood. Sometimes you do want to listen to good, fun music. But, um, yeah, it's always been very integrated in my life and my process of kind of figuring it all out. So, yeah, that, that's kind of uh, what music means to me. Um, yeah, and for me, I would say, I mean, music is, like, basically your best friend. It's kind of someone that, no matter if you're feeling alone, he's there to hang out with you. Um, if you're yeah. feeling like you want a party, <laughs> you know, you can be there to wrap up the party. Uh, there's a there's a mood, you know, every mood that I have, there's, there's a song that complements that mood or that can help that mood in any direction. Um, and it, I think that, like, I have trouble communicating, and I always have had trouble communicating with people I'm close to, and I feel like through music, I can communicate much better. Um, and it's, in my in my eyes, it's almost a form of therapy. Drumming for me is therapy. It allows me to get all my aggressions out. It allows me to do, just, you know, to break down and just let it all out because, you know, one thing that I'm really... Uh, feel really strongly about is suicide. My dad has passed away from suicide, and it's the number one killer of men under 50 is suicide. Um, and the reason is, you know, women are a little more in touch with their feelings, and it's almost more socially acceptable to be able to uh, talk about it. But men, we're not almost allowed to talk about our feelings. Yeah. And because we're holding them down so long, you know, for so long that eventually it ruptures in a bad way. So music for me, and I think for everyone out there, um, guys and girls, is just a way to get out those emotions that you have boiling inside you rather than having them explode in something terrible. So music for me, you know, saved my life. I know it's already saved my life. I'm here now, you know, and I hope that it can do that for, you know, people all around the world. Both perfect answers. Thank you guys so much. That was a, a great way to close that. And lastly, um, where can people find you guys online? Where can they go check out Radio Black? Um, any links? Any anything you want to plug? Uh, go for it. Derek, you want to take that away? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can. Uh, you can find us on all social medias at Radio Black Band. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, you name it, we're all there. Um, you can also go to uh, radioblackband.com and uh, you can get a couple free downloads there. You can watch our videos. We got lyric sheets. We got not the merch store. Uh, yeah, just, you know, definitely connect with us still on social media um, at Radio Black Band because we always write back to all our fans and just kind of love the interaction. We do some really cool contests and meet and greets and things like that so love love uh, meeting people awesome perfect um I'll, and i'll make sure to put the um the links like the like write them out as well in the description of this um but uh guys thank you so much it was such a pleasure to talk with you guys and i'm uh looking forward to seeing everything you guys do in the future it was uh, really lovely chatting with you awesome yeah great to talk to you Jared. yeah no worries um yeah i'll send this over once it's ready to go up okay awesome Awesome. Thank you guys so much and have a great rest of the day. All right, man. You too. Take care. Bye.
Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it.